Hey, yo, listen up. How are you staying in the game among all the changes in your ministry? There's a lot more going on than just your worship team because it has to do with your life. This is the Worship Team Training Podcast with your host and training director, Brennan Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. Now, here's your host, Brandon Dempsey. Hey, what's up, worship teams and friends? Welcome, members, to Worship Team Training University and Worship Team Training. What is up? Brandon Dempsey here. Great to see you. And man, it's great to be back on this Tuesday. We've been away for about a week, and we're now just catching up to things. But man, I missed you guys, and we're going to have a lot of fun today. So, Uh, How are you keeping up with the changing times? The question of the week is, how are you staying in the game? We got our guest right here, worship leading drummer right here, Mike Wrench. That's going to be joining us in just a second. And so we like for you guys to take a second and please share this out with all of your friends. What's up, Michelle on Periscope? Good to see you, my sister. How are you, mi hermana? And if you guys would, uh, share it out all over Facebook Live. Periscope, and thank you also for subscribing to the Worship Team Training podcast. You may be listening to us on the playback by iTunes or by iHeartRadio. So thank you so much for doing that, and also thank you for hitting. And if you would, thanks, Michelle. It's great to be back. Uh, if you guys would hit the follow button on uh, either Periscope or Facebook Live, and uh, we thank you guys for your attention. How are you staying in the game? How are you staying in for the long hall of ministry? You could be a volunteer. You could be a musician, pastor, worship leader. Who knows? But God knows what you're going through. And as change is among us, no matter where we serve, it's inevitable. How are you keeping up, and how are you not burning out? That's what we're here to talk about today. So without any further ado, if you guys, if you would, uh, let me just uh, quickly also st- say that you're watching our 11 a.m. show that we do every Tuesday. Again, my name is Brandon Dempsey, and I'm a follower of Jesus, CEO of WorshipTeamTraining.com. You can check out our workshops and mentoring that we offer for worship teams at WorshipTeamTraining.com. Also, our university at WTTU.co, hands-on training, video articles, live teaching for worship leaders and teams just like yourself. So what's coming up, I'm dropping this right now inside uh, Facebook Live in the comments section. And if you guys want to follow our events and you're watching or listening Periscope or by audio, uh, definitely go to WTTU.co slash events. So how are you staying in the game? Today's guest, Mike Wrench, this guy, this dude right here is good friends with Garrett Goodwin, who we've had on here before the past three times. Uh, but Mike does something awesome. He actually is not just a drum instructor and teacher and drummer and worship leader in his church, but also he has his own ministry for special needs children, working with them for drumming and for therapy. So this is really awesome. So you're going to get a great treat today and um plus we're going to hear about his heart he's from faith united uh montoursville pennsylvania about an hour outside of scranton for all you office fans like me and so we've got him here today so mike what's up bubba great to have you it's great to be here guys great to be here yeah man thanks for being on board so tell us um, tell us about your ministry helping special needs children with drumming sure well um probably 
five or six years ago, I had gotten laid off from, you know, a labor job and I'd been used to working in the hospitals and things like that, taking care of people. And I was always fascinated by in high school, um, there was always kids that were in this special, this room that, you know, it was, you didn't really know, like, why were they secluded from everyone else? You know, Mm -hmm. why did they sit at the same lunch table? Um, Why did we not see them out in the hallways? And I always wanted to go in and, you know, try to help, but I, I didn't, I didn't know what to say. So um, I always had a heart for, for helping them and um, giving a handout. Cause my, um, my cousin actually was born and he's in a wheelchair. So I always was fascinated. Different things like, like after that, um, so I think, uh, Mike, we lost you a little bit. You were talking about um, your brother, your family. And uh, so Mike is in a coffee shop, and as you guys know, uh, with technology, this kind of part of the uh, uh, challenge that we're having right now. So when Mike gets back on board, um, I'm just going to go through some questions just to kind of prep your thinking uh, while he gets his Wi-Fi back working. Um we're going to be talking about like the changes, as I've already said in the upfront. But how are you keeping up? Uh, so now we got Mike back. So Mike, tell us again about your your family, your brother. What was it? Oh, it was my my cousin. Your cousin. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, he was born and he was in a wheelchair, and um, so I kind of was always fascinated by how he lived his life. Um, so I, I just kind of took those two things and I started all right so we're going to to try that again (laughs) i think uh r2d2 was trying to get into the conversation so uh so your cousin and where are you where are you serving now i'm sorry go ahead bud uh where are you serving now i'm in williamsport pennsylvania matoorsville pennsylvania okay all right so um, let's go through some questions. Um, so how, like, for you as a drummer, and I want to hear, we're going to hear more about your ministry with working with special needs. Um, how does one that's in the church volunteering with um, their maybe a drummer, their guitar player, or worship leader, you know, like, how do you how are you keeping up with all of the changes that we face daily in worship ministry? Um, I I'm a the type of person that just kind of sits back and I, I let other people lead. Um, I'm more of a, being a drummer, I have to be more of doing things that is going to fit right for the congregation or for the ministry that we're doing. You know, if, if I don't agree with something or it's, it's hard to, to have a voice when you're a drummer um, because you know we're in the back and things like that, yeah. but it's it's always about you know I want to make sure that I'm doing everything that I can for, for the glory of God and for His kingdom. I don't want to turn into the so um, he wants to do things by the glory of God. Doesn't want to turn into like a me thing, is what I'm hearing. So again, we're just trying to get the. Uh, Internet thing cleared up. Um, but yeah, challenge is an issue as far as trying to keep up with what everybody else is doing versus, you know, are you getting the glory with trying to keep up those changes or is God getting the glory? 
So that's kind of like what I'm hearing from you, Mike, is that, you know, you're yeah, absolutely. So your job is just to not so much sit back, but you're kind of like letting others lead. But yet you're wanting to be the team instead of trying to right. make all the decisions for the team. Right, exactly. That's that's just kind of my my look on it. And um, I want to make sure that if there are things that I feel that are testing me um, or I don't agree with, then that's the devil trying to get inside of me and being like, no, you yeah. know, it's you, you do what you feel is is right for God. You know, you know, you're we're, we're constantly being tested, you know, doing songs for the congregation like they're not going to like this or how they're going to say this, or we have to do this a certain time. So the pastor comes up and talks and it's, it's, if it gets so scripted, that's when I'm starting to, in my head, think, uh, what are we doing? Right. Are are we, you know, we're doing altar call, but we can only do it for three minutes Yeah. because he's got to come up and talk. And it's, it's, what if I have, you know, something on my heart and I want to get down and go to the altar to pray. I can't do that, you know, because I have to make sure that I'm, so-called ready right so it's it's hard when it's a scripted like so it's got to be five you know we got to do three songs and then he'll talk for six minutes we'll bring the song back it, it turns into like like i said a production and that's it's hard to worship mm. in when you're in a praise band it's hard to actually feel like you're connecting because you're you're you're, you're constantly on standby yeah of, okay do this do that do this and then when you're done with church you're like did you guys like the message? It's like, I, I really didn't even get anything because we were so worried about transitions and everything else. And, you know, the track wasn't working or do this, do that. It's, you just, you just don't take anything from it. Though. Yeah. So that's perfect. So like, even in, in this interview right now, there's a lot of noise going on. You're, you're in a coffee shop, you know, so like, yeah. so very much like leading worship, there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of schedule. Right. There's a lot of change. How do you filter out the noise and focus on what's more important? Honestly, I look out to the congregation and I feed off of their energy. You know, I don't, if, if they're, their hands are in the air, they're worshiping and they're following and they're not like confused if they're getting something from what I'm doing, then that's all that matters to me. That's, that's, I've done what I'm called to do and I just keep away from everything else and say, you know what? So what if we had a mistake? So what if you sang and your voice cracked or you know, you played the wrong chord or you played the wrong progression? Like they don't know. You know, the only people that know are yeah. musicians. Yeah. You know, exactly. But I've gone to many churches and you know, they've done that. It's, it's normal. You know, it's, you're, you're human. It's not, you're not, you know, pro tools or you're not just a track playing, you know, where it's right. just perfect where somebody could actually sit down and, you know, figure everything out before it goes live it's like no you're you're a human you're gonna have faults it's like at your job you don't always say or do the right things it's just how it works and it's more it's more it's real yeah and that's where i think a lot of things gets lost is the realism gets taken out of so much of um the worship team because they're just so focused on perfection right so why do you think why do you think so many guys and gals are focused on perfection um, I think because they feel as though they're in a, a role that is being monitored, not by, by God, but by, um, maybe their employer, or maybe sometimes it could be an, an image that they are trying to portray for themselves. Hmm. Um, if they're trying to look good or if, um, you know, you're in the spotlight, just, yeah. 
plain and simple, you know, you get, you got the spotlight hitting it, you're singing a song, you know, it's, yeah, you don't want to mess up, but it's like a kid in the school play. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the same thing, you know, you're just like. So, so like when, when someone's chasing perfection, all the time, and it's just something where, like what you're saying, as a worship leader or a musician, and you're chasing perfection all the time. How long can you stay? How long can you stay in that mode before it just kills you? So try again, Mike. Standby. All right. So then, like, I know for me, and when I'm looking at my worship team, and I know that if we're constantly trying to keep up with everything that's going on out there, change, innovation, it's the stuff is there, you know. But I feel like the more and more we chase it, it just takes that much more energy to keep up with it. There comes a point where you're just going to run out. You're just going to run out of gas. You're going to hit a wall. Then what do you do? So, like, Mike, what's your experience in that? Um, I've never really uh, – I I like playing – you know, I like playing for, for the glory of God, and I also just like to play for sheer enjoyment. But I have hit roads of burnout, and I don't, I don't think it's burnout from playing. I think it's burnout from the constant um, – it's hard to – I could really say, I, I think in leadership roles, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's constant. It's like maybe like, Hey, you know, I just, I need to take a break for a little while and kind of like regroup and, and think some things out. Like it's, that's, that's the stuff that gets to me sometimes is like maybe people's attitudes or yeah. maybe if I don't agree with something or, um, I'm, I don't like maybe a direction, certain things are going, then I might, I might step down, but typically I, I just keep going as much as I can, but I, sometimes I will get to a point where I'm like, Oh, you can just see it on my face. I'm like, he doesn't look like he's enjoying himself. It's, it's, I don't get to have that time, especially when you're, you're so worried about perfection, 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 that you're, when you get to sit down in the pew, it's like, or, you know, wherever in the service, you're constantly, um, you're, 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 for me, I'm in a state of relaxation. Like if I, if there's a week that I don't play, I'm like, okay, I can just sit and kind of enjoy things and things like that. And then, but then you get into your head, you start thinking, oh, he didn't play that right. He didn't play that right. Cause it's, it's built into your brain from like what the team would tell you. And you know, yeah, it's, it, it just, it, it all depends. Um, and playing with younger musicians, I know sometimes that they get the brunt cause they might not be as experienced, but if somebody's up there, you know, I remember the first time I got up there and played, you know, it's, it's, it's not perfect, but that, the fact that they're up there and that they're using it, what they have is their gifts and their talents. That alone should be rewarding in itself. You know, who cares if they, you know, mess up. Yeah. It's, it happens. And the people that are leading or the people that might say those things and if they mess up, they don't like to admit it sometimes. So it's kind of like, you know, Right. So what do you think is driving this perfectionism? What's driving people to always keep up, always stay ahead of the curve of the change? 
Um, what's what what's driving them? What do you think the real fear is, or is it fear um, at all? I think not being looked at as like a persona of the church. Like there's this person, and when that person's there, we know that the like they're the leader. They do all the decisions and things like that. But I think I like to see a fresh new like all young people get up there and just and just play and, and, yeah. and worship. That's that's real to me. Yeah. Um, them trying, them being up there, them exposing themselves, um, being vulnerable. That's what God wants to see. Mm. He doesn't want to see, you know, you sing like Mariah Carey. That doesn't do anything for him. Yeah. It, it's, it's everything else that like you tried your best, you know, I put you up there to be uncomfortable. I'm yeah. testing you. Yeah. And yeah. this is going to be, it's not going to be easy. But it's going to make you want to get better. The first time I did it, my head was down. I'm playing like this the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I did not look up because yeah. I didn't want to see what people people's reaction because I had that stigma in my head that all oh, people are going to notice if I don't do this, you know, fill right or, or play this groove right. No. The first time I played, I was petrified. And when I got down, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're never going to want me back. And people were complimenting <laughs> me. And it's like you just have to give yourself a pat on the back and a break sometimes. Love that. Yeah. Love that. I mean, it's so what do it's, you so what do you do to overcome that that fear and then how do you keep yourself healthy for the long haul um the fear when i mess up i laugh it off you know if i was always taught if you mess up once mess up twice right away <laughs> people, don't, people won't know they'll be like what was that right. oh you did it again he meant to do that that's the repeat um, symbol so just yeah it's and it's it's fun to mess up, you know, like you drop a stick and you're playing with one hand or, you know, it's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's, um, and how to really overcome it. It's persistence. Just keep doing it. You know, yeah. the more you do it, the more comfortable you're going to be. Yeah. Um, and you're not going to worry. You know, most people are like, Oh, I'm so worried about this song. worried about that. Let's just, let's just do it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're psyching yourself out. You're, you're, yeah. you're telling yourself you're going to fail. So you're going to, Mm-hmm. Just get up, to get up there and do it, you know, and just see what happens. Awesome. You know, awesome. they'll be like, "Hey, we're going to do this song that we've never done before." All right, let's <laughs> let's do it. Turn the click on if there's a click with it. Exactly, you know? and yeah, and then if it fails, it fails. You know, and yeah, no one yeah. does anyone die if it fails. No, I tell people, <laughs> I say, look out the window. You know, is the sun outside? Is it going to come up tomorrow? Yeah, it's. You didn't cause Armageddon, you know, yeah, calm down. Exactly. Exactly. So um, how do you keep yourself fit to stay in the game? What helps you? Constant prayer. Um, getting in the word, reading with my spouse a mm. lot, um, sharing your fears, sharing um, – your feelings, I think, is important. Mm. Sharing the things that you experience with, mm. with your loved ones or someone close to you is, I think, mm. something that really keeps you keeps your your mental pain at bay. Yeah. Not just contracting it all in, inside, but just being able to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and and just realize that we're not perfect and. Yeah, I think I think I think mostly it's just keeping yourself like with your with your partner, or your spouse, just being open and you know getting feedback from other people is is, is important too. Constructing criticism, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's to me that's how I learn. 
So yeah. how do, look, that's that's another question I want to know from you. How do you handle constructive criticism or even negative criticism from someone in the church? Um, how do you work that out? Constructive criticism, I it depends on who it's from, um, but I usually take it very very well because it's it, it, it proves to me. And it keeps me humble that I have to, I'm always going to be learning. I'm always going to be a child of the instrument, you know, or a a child of of learning. You know, I'm never going to get to the point and be like, I'm done. I've learned everything I need to learn. And that's with anything, you know, your job, you know, there's always going to be something out there. And with that too, it's people get, you know, what's, what is the best? There, there is none because, you know, as good as you are now, and I'm not trying to be negative in in any way. But there's always going to be somebody right behind you. You know, he could be 12 years old. He could be 10. You know, there's always going to be people that are going to surpass you. But you need to know when you're like, I feel good where I am. But I'm humble enough to know I need to keep learning and I need to keep pushing myself. And it's it's not always going to come easy. And, and that's good. That's when I'm comfortable. I'm not happy. Mm. I don't feel because then I'm like. What am I, what am I really living for? I, I got to keep pushing myself to get better, you know, better, for, better for God, the things that I say, better for my daughter, better for my family. You know, it's, it's always something that's going to keep pushing me and keep, keep driving me because if I'm, if I'm just idle and I don't have to go that extra step and, you know, the, the people that, you know, you go to your job, you clock in, you clock out, you know, mm-hmm. they don't have the drive to want to get better because they feel like there's, there's really no reason for them to be push to do to do more but that's it's not true i think you can always outshine and the person that sees that as god you know if you just think like you're going through the movements and the motions and things like that you're you're wrong it's always trying to be better for yourself and better for other people sorry i kind of went on a tangent yeah no 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 love it so like how can a person be how can leaders in the church become okay with being passed up and what I mean by that, what I say, what I mean by that is, you know, we're trying to have the younger generation and to bring them forward. How do leaders and others in the church become okay of being passed up or succeeded, succeeded by younger generations? You just have to be humble. You, you just, you just can't live your life thinking that you're going to be on American Idol or doing this. You know, if you do, cool. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or any, any platform. You know. Yeah, sometimes it's hard because, you know, if you're like, oh, this person's 20 years younger than me, but they're better than what I feel I am. Um, But there are flaws that you could be better at something else that they're not, you know, just because it's not something that you um, notice because obviously they're they're great at their musicianship, but or preaching or, or speaking, it's people who are given gifts for a reason. And if you were the only one given a gift, then I think that you would be pretty, pretty full of yourself, even, even more so, you know, if other people weren't granted, you know, the certain gifts that they're able to have in their life. Um, but back to the, back to the question, it's like, I think that if there's younger generations of people, I think we need to teach them, you know, they, they still need to learn. They don't, yeah. they don't know. They're not as experienced and just because they might be good at their, their instrument doesn't mean that they might not have, maybe they don't have a great attitude, you know, Mm -hmm. and maybe we can teach them, you know, maybe we can show them, Hey, this is kind of how we approach things. You know, like this is, give you some, some pointers and some tips on like how 
maybe to handle a conversation or how to address the people. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, people are going to want to work with um, somebody who's easygoing and can can do the job, but also um, can be a chameleon to some point. You're not going to want to work with somebody who's the best musician, but is full of themselves. It's just, and I've had that experience and there's no room for that kind of thing. You know, you have to be able to understand if somebody comes to you and says, Hey, can you not do this as much? You can't, you can't take it to heart. It's Mm. just, okay, cool. That's, that's what I do. Like if they're like, don't play this much, fine. You know, whatever, whatever you need. I'm not like, no, I can't flipping my symbols over and all that, you know, like, That's just, you have to just be like, okay, I'll play. I might not agree with it, but I'll, I'll do what you want me to do, whatever you want. Yeah, awesome. Uh, thanks, Michelle, on uh, Periscope. She says, God called us to disciples, so leading up leaders to take over our roles is a good thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and I think that's the thing, too. Like, leaders need to listen to their congregation <laughs> and their people. That's right. That's That, to me, is that's going to build, to build the church. You know, you can't just have the leader and then expect everybody else to just be like underneath your wings. You know, it's, it has to be a camaraderie, um, to be able to, 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 to work and to, to fit. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Mike, before we go, tell us about your ministry. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, my business, it's called, uh, upbeat outreach LLC. You can find it online. Find me at my Grinch. Just search me on Google or whatever. You said Abby, Abby outreach. Upbeat. Upbeat. Upbeat outreach. Yeah. So yeah. Got it. Upbeat out. Upbeat outreach. Yeah. So it's um it works with the disabled, um and the troubled, and it's a intervention of therapy for them to be able to use. I've wow done a lot of work with you know school districts and um, Easter Seals and YMCA's and a lot of learning centers and it's. And it, it, it's just, it's, it's one thing, you know, you go in and you do it and you're like, you think you're having a crappy day and you go in and like, see, you see him, you know, it's just like, it changes your whole perspective. Absolutely. But I've done a lot of clinics and like I said, we did clinics with Garrett Goodwin. I've done some with Rich Redmond from Jason Aldean to um, a lot of big names in Nashville. So it's, yeah. it's really, it's really awesome. And my, my management team, they've been, you know, awesome to me, Scorpio Marketing Management, who actually helps me with a lot of things. So it's, hmm. it's it's a blessing and to be able to, to use those tools that, you know, I've been given to help others is just, it's irreplaceable to me. Yeah. And they're, that's people see, you know, like their trophies and all that kind of thing, like oh, first place and all this and that, like if I get like a little piece of paper with a six years old, six year old writing on it that says, thank you for teaching me drums. Wow. Those are my trophies, you know, that's, yeah. that's my trophy collection. So, Absolutely. And it's, it's great. It's fun. So yeah, like check it out. It's I'm on Facebook, Instagram, those kinds of things. And um, you can follow and see what we're doing and try to get this thing in, in more areas and Sweet. spread the, spread the word. Yeah. Sweet. Upbeat outreach guys. So we're going to check that out. Uh, can we get you in studio one day to do like a, um, to do like a, a drumming webinar? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Okay. So um, we got to come away from the coffee shop and we got to get you into like a, a closet. So is that possible? Yes. Cram some drums in there. We can do that. Put a camera and then just that. go. All right, sweet. It's, it's interesting, yes, because I actually I'm going to have a spot that's going to be teaching for um, a lot of disabled consumers in my hometown. So I'm going to have my own studio with, with that coming coming soon. So we'll be able to do that kind of thing. It'll sweet, rock on. So all right, so guys, you want to see more 
of Mike. We're going to have him come on a Thursday. Uh, so, Barry, if you would just uh, schedule him up. We'll get a Thursday or a webinar going for Mike. And then how you can see that is by becoming a member here at WTTU.co. Uh, you can still go to the join page. If you go to WTTU.co slash join, and you can become a member that way with our 25% off. But you get to see awesome webinars with Mike, Garrett Goodwin, more guitar players, worship leaders. I mean, we have a lot more guests coming. Speaking of guests, don't forget this coming Thursday, Mike Harlan. Mike Harlan from Lifeway Worship is going to be here to talk about how we can grow and stay in the game and not get burnt out in ministry. So that is going to be awesome. Don't miss that. Mike, thanks so much for joining us today, bro. Yeah, Mike Week. Thank you guys so much. We're gonna, Thank you guys so much. So if you would stay right there, don't move. And sure. uh, and guys, we ask for you. We ask for you not to move either, except to go to wttu.co. Find out more about our university program. Also, hit us back on worshipteentraining.com. Check out our workshops, our mentoring, and everything else that we can do right for your ministry. We were with a team in Austin this past weekend. Also coming up, we're going back to Mississippi. A lot of things happening, so we're really, really thrilled. And we are most thrilled that you have spent your time with us today. So thanks so much. And we pray that this blesses you. Share this out with a friend that needs to hear these um, encouraging messages to help them. And we hope that it helps you. Uh, be back with us this coming 11 a.m. next Tuesday. And also... For the next word of the week is coming out next Monday, as well as our Bible studies for our members and also our next webinars and so on and so on. So thanks so much again. And guys, remember, you don't need to be perfect. Just let the Lord Jesus work through you, live and lead worship through you in every day. Love you. See you guys very soon. Bye. This has been a worship team training broadcast and digital production with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. We'll see you again right here on worshipteamtraining.com. All right, so you heard everything that Mike shared with us. You've heard all of what he's gone through as a drumming worshiper, but also what thoughts have been going on in your heart, in your head. What makes sense to you? Better yet, what are you doing about it? This is the reason why we put together Worship Team Training University. It is an online membership that stays right with you, to grow with you, to help you excel, to elevate your skill, and to nurture your heart and your spirit for worship ministry. Much more than that, it's more about your life. We want to help you live life better, and the way that we can provide resources, encouragement, and tools for you to use in your worship ministry, head on over to WTTU.co, and we thank you for subscribing to this podcast, listening to this podcast, and because you've done that, we also want to offer you a bonus to get you into the program at 25% off. All you need to do is go to WTTU.co slash join. That's WTTU.co slash J-O-I-N. We'll see you there soon.